everyone. You're listening to Ed Young Radio, Ed Pastors Fellowship Church, and we want to thank you for listening with us. These next few minutes together can change your life, and you can always hear more by visiting edyoung.com. Enjoy the message. Well, today I'm talking about Swagger Jacker. That's weird, isn't it? Swagger Jacker. What is Swagger Jacker? Well, hopefully today we'll discover what it means to have swagger and also what it means for people and certain things to hijack our swagger. I love children's books. I really, really do. And I guess the reason I love children's books so much is because my mother loves nursery rhymes and she loved especially reading books to me. One of my favorite children's books of all time. I mean, back in the day, I love this book. You've probably heard about it. The Little Engine That Could. You ever heard that before? The Little Engine That Could. If you've never heard about it, let me give you just a summary of it. The Little Engine That Could. It's about a a train engine. And all these other engines didn't really want to do this because they said they couldn't do it or didn't feel like doing it. But the Little Engine That Could took this hill, took this mountain, Throughout the story, the little engine that could, as it climbed this mountain, said, because the engine talked in this book, I think I can, I think I can, I think I can, I think I can. And as the mountain became steeper and steeper, I think I can, I think I can. And as a kid, you're reading along with your, with your parent, and you're like, oh, surely this engine can make it. And finally... The engine gets to the apex of the mountain, and as it cruises down, it says, I thought I could, 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 I thought I could. I love that. I think I can, I think I can, I think I can, I think I can, I think I can. I thought I could, I thought I could, I thought I could, I thought I could, I thought I could. I love that. You know why I love this so much? I was thinking about that. I love that story so much because the story is all about confidence. That train had some serious swagger, didn't it? It was little. Everyone said, no, no, that, that, that little engine can't do it. But the engine tackled the problem, said, I think I can. And then I thought I could. I think I can. I thought I could. A lot of us are facing mountains today. Let's just be straight with one another. We're facing maybe a marital mountain. Maybe you're facing a financial mountain. Maybe you're facing a mountain that is all about rebellion. You've got a student who's going his or her own way. Maybe you're facing a dead-end career. You're like, wow, it's a mountain. Maybe you're facing some sort of addiction. Maybe it's drugs. Maybe it's sexual addiction. I don't know. And you're saying to yourself, I can't. (laughs) I mean, I can't make my marriage work. I can't get rid of this hurtful habit. I can't really control my kids. I can't, I can't, I can't. I understand. I understand because so often we face things, we face mountains and we say, I can't, I can't, I can't. I think though it would be best to be honest with ourselves and instead of saying I can't, let's say what we really, really are feeling. I won't. I won't work on my marriage. I I won't really make sure that, that my kids, when they mess up, are facing consequences. I won't involve myself in the local church. I won't really go to a support group offered here at Fellowship Church to get rid of some of this 
this toxicity in my life. I won't. I won't do it because that's the deal. The good news is this book is not a children's book. This book is the book, the Bible. And the Bible is a book about I can. The Bible is a book about I think I can, I think I can, I think I can. No matter what mountain you're facing, life is full of mountains, life is full of hills. No matter what situation you're facing or I'm facing, by God's power, we can kind of have, we can have the swagger and the confidence to take mountains and to take hills and to go through this situation that we're facing. In other words, God says, you can make it. You can make it. That's why, as a follower of Christ, we should have the most swagger of anybody. Sadly, though, we've allowed the enemy to steal, to hijack our swagger, to take our confidence. Jesus called him out in John chapter 10. He says, the enemy's come to steal, kill, and destroy. To steal your confidence, to kill your confidence, and to destroy your confidence. Then he said, I've come that you might limp through life. No. I've come that you might barely make it. No. Jesus said, I've come that you might have life and have it to the full. He wants us to live a full life, a confident life. Now, some of us are like, wait a minute. You're talking about confidence in church? You're talking about swagger in church? That's right. God wants to swaggerify your life. What is swagger? Swagger is how you present yourself to the world. Swagger is your style, your vibe, your flow. That's swagger. As followers of Christ, those of us here who know Christ personally, we should have spirit-led swagger. We should have the greatest swagger of anyone. I'm not talking about arrogance. Arrogance is, I'm the man. Humility is, I'm God's man. In humility, though, we have this confidence. I call it Godfidence. Say it with me, Godfidence. Who is the source of our confidence? God. We think, though, I can buy confidence. And we can to a certain extent. I can buy this car, buy this house, buy this wardrobe, buy this piece of jewelry, buy this vacation home. That will give me confidence. And for a second, it gives you a fast temporary relief from the aches and pains of life. It gives you, it gives me some confidence, but I'm talking about lasting confidence. I'm talking about real confidence. Confidence is not defined, I'm talking about Godfidence, is not defined, is not defined by, by what you have or where you are. Godfidence is confined by whose you are, who you are in Christ. Real confidence, Godfidence is God-ordained. And the reason we search for it so much, the reason we're after it so much, is because it's a character quality of God. Think about the Garden of Eden back in the day. Adam and Eve had this confidence. They had this spirit-led swagger. One day, though, they looked away from the source, away from God, to someone else. And from that day forward, after sin entered the human equation, we've been struggling with confidence and swagger. God wants to swaggerify your life and mine. God wants us to move with confidence. There's this holy tension, though, out there. Some people in the Christian camp are arrogant about their humility. 
Did you hear me? Are you picking up what I'm laying down? There's a whole vibe in the Christian world. Oh, they're arrogant. They're prideful because they're so humble. That's not what I'm talking about. That's totally jacked up. What I'm talking about is somebody who understands that they offer God nothing and once they offer God nothing and turn to him, he gives them everything. I'm in Christ and Christ is in me. He's living his life through me. That is the source of spirit-led swagger. That is the source of Godfidence. So I'm not talking about this, this weird thing where we're prideful in our humility. Look how humble I am. People think that Christians should walk around with their heads bowed and their shoulders slumped. Are you kidding me? Think about the people in the Bible. Think about the matriarchs and patriarchs. I think I can. I think I can. I think I can. I think I can. They would face this mountain. Then I thought I could. 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 By the grace of God. Abraham, the father of our faith, left his country to follow God as an old guy. He said, God, you're going to deliver me. I think I can. I think I can. I think I can. They tossed Joseph in the pit. Looked like it was curtains for him. What did Joseph say? He had some swagger. God will deliver me. I think I can. I think I can. I think I can. I think I can. He was promoted to the second most powerful position in the land. I thought I could, 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 I thought I could. David, this Hebrew kid, walks out in the valley of Elah to fight Goliath. He's like, whoo, this dude's big. God will deliver me. I think I can, I think I can, I think I can, I think I can. I thought I could, 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 I thought I could. Samson? The biblical bodybuilder who had a pride problem. It looked like it was over for him. Captured by the enemy, eyes gouged out in chains. The Philistines were making sport of him. He bowed his head. He said, God will deliver me. I think I can. I think I can. I think I can. I think I can. I thought I could. 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 Throughout scripture, we see these things. Facing hills, facing mountains, facing difficulties, facing trials, facing situations. Then we have Jesus in the garden facing the cross, securing your eternal and my eternal security and confidence by dying on the cross and rising again. What did Jesus say? I know I can. 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 And look. What that secured. Your freedom and mine. Look what that secured. Your confidence and mine. I ask you, are you living with Godfidence? Certain people in certain situations hijack our swagger. The enemy does. Again, what's his agenda? Steal, kill, and destroy. Whenever you look, whenever I look away from God for confidence, we're going to have our confidence hijacked. God wants us flying at 30,000 feet. The enemy, though, wants to seize control, and he wants you and me to waste our time chasing the dream of swagger. Swagger only comes from Godfidence.
you have your Bibles, turn to the book of Philippians. Philippians chapter 4, verse 13. You might have walked in here, maybe you're here on the floor in the balcony, you're like, Ed, I've never been to church before. Did you say, did you say Filipino? Four? No, no. Philippians 4.13. Philippians 4.13. Paul was writing a letter to the Philippians while he was in prison. And if you want to talk about someone who understood confidence and swagger, just think about the Apostle Paul. He was imprisoned frequently, beaten severely, exposed to death regularly. He's in Folsom prison and he's writing, thank you, Johnny Cash, he's writing this text. And this has some, some, some serious swagger. I can do all things, he said, through Christ who strengthens me. Once again, let me say it. God wants to swaggerify your life and mine. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Everyone here can download that verse. We can understand that verse. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Let me break it down into four parts. The first one, I can. Turn to your neighbor and say, I can. I can. You know what that is? That's posture. That's posture. I can. In Christ, I'm not talking about yourself. In Christ, I can. I want to hang around with canners, not I can't-ers. I can't make my marriage work. I can't take control of my family. I can't deal with this habit. Really, just say the real deal, as I said earlier, I won't. In Christ, though, you can. What kind of posture do you have? We should walk with the gate of God. The first part of four, I can Posture the gate of God. How are you walking? What's your vibe? What's your flow? How are you presenting yourself to the world? When people see you, they go, whoa, that girl, that dude, they got some God for us. They got something that I want. I'm just saying. The second part, you can clap. It'd be a good place to clap. I can't do all things. Say do all things. Do all things. That's the second part. Potential. Potential. What's potential? It's the gift of God. God has given us this track. God has promised us that he's going to deliver us. He's not promised us a pain-free life. If you don't believe me, just think about the cross. One of the parts of walking with God is suffering. Now, when you say that, you're not going to sell a bunch of books. You're not going to be invited to speak at a bunch of conferences. But let's take the gloves off and get serious. We are going to face difficulties in this life. Why? Because our world is not perfect. We're not perfect. The world is not perfect. We live in a fallen place. We're going to face mountains. We're going to face hills. We're going to face troubles. That's why we have got to rely on God to take us up the mountain and down the mountain, up the mountain and down the mountain. Your posture your potential, the gift of God. So you got the gate of God and the gift of God. I can do all things through Christ. Say through Christ, it's the third thing. Through Christ, that's right, through Christ. That's my position. That's in the grip of God. I remember when I was, wow, in my 30s, our kids were younger, we would cross a busy street. I would hold the twins by the hands and I could tell they would wanna let go of my hands, but they couldn't, my hands, their father's hands were stronger and are stronger than the twins' hands. 
I was not going to let them go, even though they tried to release their grasp. Once we become a follower of Christ, we're in. We can't get out. Eternal confidence, eternal security, we're in. We're in. And that's the grip of God. Isn't it cool that we're all a part of the family of God? You hear the term, okay, born again. What does that mean, born again? A lot of people don't know what born again means. We all have birthdays. I just turned 50. I think it's great. I'm 50, right? 50 years old. I love being 50. March 16th, 1961. That's my physical birthday. After I was a couple years old, my mother read me that story, right? The little engine that could. And I think I like it so much because it's about confidence and swagger. Anyway, I celebrated my birthday several days ago. That was fun. I also have a spiritual birthday. I was not born into the family of God naturally. I was born alienated, separated from God. I have a synetic problem passed down from me because man is a natural born sinner. So am I. Okay, I'm separate from God. One day though, I asked Jesus Christ to to come into my life. I accepted what he did on the cross for my sins. I realized the only way I can get to God is through Christ. Jesus said, I am the way, the truth, and the life. He wasn't saying I'm an option. He wasn't saying I'm one of many ways. He wasn't saying there's a bunch of different paths to get to one source. No, no, no. It's the exclusivity of Christ. Listen to me very, very carefully. Truth is exclusive. Let me say it again. Truth is exclusive. It's exclusive. The law of gravity is exclusive. It's not like, well, there there are different types of the law. No, no, no. There's a law of gravity. That's truth. You either believe it, receive it, or not, but it's in effect. Jesus said, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. No one gets to the Father except by me. I'm it, Jesus said. All right. You either like it, you don't like it, you, you, you question it, you circle the airport over and over, never land the plane, or you say, you know what, Jesus, I have questions, but I'm going to trust you. You're God. I'm not. You're the way. Once you make that decision, once I did, the Bible says we're born into the family of God. We're born what? Again. That's what it means. Born again. Born again. I'm born physically. Now I'm born spiritually into the family of God. And once I'm born into the family of God, born again, the Father grips me. He grips my hand. And I can't get out. I can't get out. That's the the confidence that we have. So, So I should live... A swagger-driven life just because of that. Man, my, man, my security is sealed. And we got people walking around like that because they like to sing or rap, play sports or act or do whatever. And, and Christians are walking around like this. What? And then those who are Christians want to be prideful in their humility let's all throw up together come on now it's all about god it's about confidence we got to have it i'm not talking about arrogance arrogance is i'm the man confidence is no no i'm god's man i can do all things through christ who strengthens me 
We can tap into Christ's strength. We're part of his family. That's power. The grid of God, a power grid, the grid of God. Whoa. So when I'm facing this situation in my marriage with my kids, in this, in this jacked up career, as I'm facing this situation on the court, on the field, in the classroom, as I'm facing this situation with the friend who betrayed me by God's strength and power, by his grid, I think I can. I think I can. I think I can. I think I can. You're going to have some doubts. I got doubts. Doubt your doubts. Feed your faith, not your fear. Without doubt, there's no faith. With no faith, there's certainty. What is faith? Confidence in God. You're going to have doubts. That's cool. What are you feeding? What are you feeding? I think I can. I think I can can and God will take you to the top you'll conquer it you'll go through it it might not be easy many will still bear the scars of it there'll still be lost loved ones there'll still be relational wreckage in certain situations but by his grace we'll look back and as we go down the hill I thought I could 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 and every time every time we take a hill what's happening we're building some serious spirit-led swagger. That's why I read the Bible. In the past, it tells me all the mountains that, 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 that these people conquered. That's why I talk to other people who are swagasauruses, and I can talk to these dinosaurs and look back in the past, thank you, and see how, one guy just got that, oh, you go, swagasaurus, I get it. Talk to these Swagasaurus Rex. Talk to these. This series has its own vocabulary. See, we're not, we're not going to let the enemy steal confidence and swagger from us. When we talk about confidence and swagger, it should be those of us who are in Christ. Godfidence. Anyway, talk to these dinosaurs who've lived a long, long time like I have. I'll tell you time and time again how a lot of people said, Ed, Ed, you can't. You can't. You can't, you can't start a church in Dallas-Fort Worth. You can't buy 160 acres in the middle of the Metroplex. You can't start a campus in downtown Dallas, downtown Fort Worth, Plano, or Miami. You don't got the money, man. You can't, you can't go on TV. This church cannot reach people all over the world. You can't, you can't, you can't, you can't, you can't. Let me stop. In Christ? Oh, yeah. I think I can. I think I can. Have I been certain? Have I been certain in the decisions that I've made as pastor at Fellowship Church for 20 years? No. I've never been certain. I've always had uncertainty. I've always had doubts. Always had questions. Always, 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 always. Even when you got married, you had them. Don't raise your hand. I think I can. 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 I thought I could. 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 Now hear me again. Let me retract. You know what I'm saying. I think I can. I'm not talking about me. I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about believers in Christ and Christ in us. 
Every time I speak, people go, oh, yeah, but you said I think I can't. No, 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 no. Come on, man. Understand the context. The Apostle Paul, the context, Philippians chapter 4, verse 13, was a difficult one. Yet Paul wrote this verse. I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. This is a maximum strength verse, isn't it? Sometimes when I go to the drugstore and pick up a prescription, I'll peruse the aisles and look at all the remedies and pills and formulas. Everything these days is maximum strength. Got a headache? Maximum strength. Backache? Maximum strength. Oily skin? Maximum strength. Hemorrhoids? No, I'm sorry. But I can't believe I said that. But I'm 50 years old. I can say things like that now. I can do crazy stuff because I'm, you know, kind of midlife, a little bit crazy. So everything is maximum strength. This text is what? Maximum strength. We're not talking about little aches and pains of life. We're talking about the real deal, the loss of a loved one. Questions that, that, that beg to be answered. Issues in the most important relationships out there. So, hey, <laughs> you know this verse. It's not Filipino 4.13. It's Philippians 4.13. It's a promise of God. See this lectern right here? It's a pretty cool lectern, high tech. Someone built it for us. I don't know who, but whoever did, they did a great job. There are three legs on it. Here's the Bible. The Bible is what? The promise of God. Today, Philippians 4.13, I can do all things through Christ who gives me strength. The first leg, the knowledge of God. You cannot plead ignorance. You can't say, well, I just don't know the Bible, man. No, you know it. You know it. You got the knowledge. You understand it. So you're accountable by God because you know this. The second leg, faith. Faith. What is faith? Confidence in God. You can have questions. You can have doubts. You move out. You move up the track, up the mountain, because God will see you through. The first leg is what? Knowledge. The second leg is what? Faith. The third leg is? It's a secret here to the Christian life. Obedience. Obedience. I don't understand it. I don't understand every little nuance, but God, I'm going to keep on going down the track you have for my life. You have an abundant life for me. There's going to be mountains. I think I can. I think I can. I've got confidence. I think I can. I think I can. God, I want to quit. God, it's too hard to build this church. God, it costs too much money to buy this land. All these campuses, I, I, I want to quit. I'm tired. I want to retire. I think I can. I think I can. This marriage is too difficult. These kids are driving me crazy. This habit is messing me around. I thought I could, I thought I could, I thought I could, I thought I could, I thought I could. Knowledge, faith, and obedience. Godfidence. Do you have it? I'm glad, church, that we're a church full of I canners. I'm glad, church, that we're a church that says, you know what? I'm going God's way. I'm going to walk with swagger that comes from him, and I'm not going to allow the enemy to hijack my confidence. I'm going to be, and I'm going to do what he wants me to do. I can, I can, I can, I can, I can 
because he can. Let's pray together. Father, you're so good. You're so wonderful. I pray, Lord, that as we walk from this place, that we leave here with spirit-led swagger, that we leave here with true confidence, not by what we've acquired, not by where we are or where we live or what we drive or all that, but, but by who we are and whose we are. Because, Father, you want to infuse us with swagger that comes from you. Maybe there's someone here today who's never, ever, ever established a personal relationship with you, God. You've never been born again. You got a physical birthday, obviously. You got that because you're here. You need a spiritual birthday. Today can be your birthday. How do you do it, Ed? By simply saying, Jesus, I've messed up. I've done my own thing my own way. I've jumped the track. But I believe to the best of my ability that you died, rose again, for my sins. I turn from my sins and turn to you. I ask you to come into my life. Thank you for listening and thanks to all who give so generously to this ministry. It's because of you that we can continue this show and equip people with the hope of heaven. You can click the link in the description to support the show or visit edyoung.com. There you can also be resourced with bonus content for free, including a daily devotional. We also encourage you to share the message today with those around you. Thank you again for listening. God bless.